On air, this is AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Former President Trump will be making his first public appearance since leaving office when he delivers a keynote address at the CPAC within the next hour. This morning, during a question-and-answer session, Matt Schlapp, who chairs the Conservative Political Action Conference, was asked what conservatives have learned from Mr. Trump. Donald Trump taught us, no, 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 no. They're not trying to correct the record. They're trying to cancel you, so stand up for what you mean when you say things. They're trying to scare you off the stage. That's right. Massive fraud in the nation's unemployment system raising alarms as President Biden and Congress, uh, Congress prepare to pour hundreds of billions into expanded benefits. A government watchdog agency says two dozen states have not started to use a key system to block fraud. This is SRN News. This Week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Democrats put together a $1.9 trillion stimulus package. But a whole lot of this bill has zero to do with COVID. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. You're listening to AM 1280, The Patriot. Weather for today, we got a high of 30 and snow moving into a low of 22 for tonight. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 23 and a low of 14. Streaming on demand at AM 1280, The Patriot, the Dinesh D'Souza podcast. You know him as a New York Times bestselling author and his filmmaking role behind Hillary's America, Death of a Nation, Trump Card, and more. Hear what he's up to today with the free Dinesh D'Souza podcast at am1280thepatriot.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Or in this case, Mitchburg. Normally heard Saturdays here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The host normally of the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network and called, not usually, but I enjoy coming out here on Sundays to meet to meet Brad's crowd and uh, enjoy that Sunday vibe here and tackle the issues of the week and of the day and at the end of the day, leave the Twin Cities left, well, leave them completely, uh, yeah, like this. Bingo! <laughs> 651-289-4488, the number to call. Mitch Berg, one of the three members of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
three of close to 10 people, 10, 11 people who've ever uh, been part of the uh, perhaps the most exclusive club in the Twin Cities, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, and hopefully sometime in the near future, you get to meet all of us again here because uh, it's been a while since we had the whole band back together. I mean, we're going to do another one of our uh, pop culture assassination shows here shortly. That's going to be me, King, Brad, and uh, Ed. Uh, we do this at least once a year, and we've got one kind of on tap coming up. But we've got some other ideas coming up here for just sort of commemorating the 20th anniversary of the station and the 17th anniversary of the uh, anniversary of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. That's all coming up. All by way of saying, if you are in the Twin Cities and you f- are a conservative and you feel lo- alone, you feel like the, the only one out there, you're not. You got company. Now you have company. We, we we got your back. And if somebody's trying to cancel you, well, let's let's hit back twice as hard. We, especially here in places like Minneapolis and St. Paul and the first and sometimes second tier of suburbs, need to be a pack, not a herd. And that's rules to live by right there. I am talking uh, again. Uh, going on probably uh, longer than I planned since I planned to be done with the entire story after one hour. I'm going to go on with it because this is so important. It's, uh, it's a piece in the, the Atlantic, which, by the way, for those of you who haven't read, followed it, and most of you have, is far from a conservative uh, magazine. The Atlantic is sort of the, the, the center-left version of, I don't know, Town Hall or Spectator, uh, Federalist, uh, any of the good center-right and center-libertarian publications. Oh, that's the Atlantic on the left. This is a piece by Zainab Tufekci, who is not known as a conservative pundit. I don't know her politics. I don't care. She writes about science. She writes about it literally uh, from a perspective of someone who knows what science is supposed to be. Relentless questioning, observing of the facts, deferring towards what you can confirm as opposed to what you want to log roll people into doing on your command. Which is, by the way, a problem that most of our so-called science-driven media and political uh, establishment uh, have backwards and wrong and are abusing by way of abusing you. Uh, She has an article, The Five Things Our Pandemic Response is Getting Wrong, and we keep getting wrong throughout this pandemic, uh, above and beyond the whole idea that there will never be a new normal. And that, that that now that people are getting vaccinated, well, we still can't go back to normal, which, as Ben Shapiro correctly points out, is a good way to get everyone to ignore you for better or worse. Saying that this, this salvation that we've been promising for a year, unbelievably fast, by the way, uh, in, in coming to people, is really nothing that we said it was going to be. And in fact, you, you we're going to keep your kids home from school. We're going to keep your jobs shut down. We're going to keep this economy uh, tamped down against its will and against your will. And by the way, replace it with a $1,400 check. Hey, don't spend it all in one place, peasant. The first part, the first of the five factors is risk compensation. Not telling you the whole truth, not telling you the good news because you are too stupid to do the right thing with that good news. Boy, you remember how that annoyed you when you were a teenager, when it perhaps applied? Now you're an adult. Now you probably have a well-developed sense of responsibility, of responsibility to your family, older and younger, of responsibility to your community, of self-preservation. And so this is basically a condescending trope of people who think that they are smarter than you and are qualified to act as your parent. 
The second one, this is one that I was talking about last March, last April. Well, uh, certainly last May. I, I will. I, I, some this popped up, by the way, on social media uh, over the news break here. Uh, one of our uh, regular. Uh, correspondents on Twitter said, you know, there were there were times when public health didn't really know what was going on. There's a lot we didn't know uh, a year ago. That's very true. And I will give even Governor Waltz and his public health, uh, the Minnesota Department of Health, a pass on their response in March, April, parts of May. About the time we started to realize that the model was baked wind, uh, that pass started to evaporate like baked wind. And uh, the pass dissolved away to nothing, as, in fact, Minnesota did not have 24,000 dead by July, but, in fact, rather more like 5% of that pace. Every one of them a tragedy. Every one of them, uh, well, not all of them avoidable, but uh, at about that point, starting in May, as the economic reality set in and the the fact that that government had overplayed the the, the danger thankfully so i asked why is it that we're having a bunch of bureaucrats who've never held a public sector job in their life i'm sorry never held a private sector job in their life much less managed one much less been entrepreneurs why are we letting them set the rules centrally from their snug little offices or let's be honest, from their living rooms and dining rooms via Zoom, set rules that, that businesses have to follow, rather than giving businesses the information they need to keep themselves and their customers healthy and safe and alive, and letting them put their own boundless intelligence to work to solve the problem. Why not? This is the business and, and group equivalent of the first question. When when they say you can't be trusted with the good news because you'll just do something stupid. The other, the flip side for organizations, for businesses, for for public entities and for social life and business life in general is, well, we can't trust you to make decisions to keep yourself and your customers, you know, the people on whom you depend for your business's survival we can't trust you to do that. No, we have to turn that over. And more importantly, you have to turn that over to a bunch of bureaucrats whose only qualification is getting a master's degree in public administration from the University of Minnesota, who haven't worked a private sector job since they babysat in eighth grade. As Zainab Tufekci refers to it, emphasizing rules in place of mechanisms and intuitions. Much of the public messaging, she says, focused on offering a set of clear rules to ordinary people instead of explaining in detail the mechanisms for viral transmission. A focus on explaining transmission and updating our understanding over time would have helped empower people to make informed calculations about risk in different settings. Instead, both the CDC and the WHO and, by the way, the Minnesota Department of Health chose to offer fixed guidelines that lent a false sense of precision. In fact, actively promoting the notion that you should follow the experts. When in fact, they weren't learning a whole lot faster than you and I were. In the United States, says Zanip Tefekci, 
The public was initially told that close contact meant coming within six feet of an infected individual for 15 minutes or more, which is largely a broad truth. But this messaging led to ridiculous gaming of the rules. Some establishments move people around minute 14 to avoid passing the threshold, which is not how viruses work. It also led to situations where people working indoors with others, but just outside six feet apart, felt they could take their masks off. None of this made any practical sense. What happened at minute 16? Was seven feet okay? Fake precision isn't more information. It's just misleading. And and by the way, it, it's just not the way viruses behave. You don't. The idea that the experts can set up bureaucratic guidelines implies that if you meet the strict letter of the guidelines, you're safe. And furthermore, that if you don't meet the, if you don't come near those strict textual guidelines, you're not safe. It's just not true. By the way, uh, all this was complicated by the fact that agencies like the CDC and the WHO were late to acknowledge, this is Zenit Tufekci again, the importance of some key infection mechanisms, such as aerosol transmission. Even when they did, the shift happened without proportional change in the guidelines or the messaging. It was easy for the general public to miss its significance. For example, it was early on in the pandemic, we thought that, and the public, by we, I mean the public health authorities, assumed, not without reason, not stupidly, that COVID would behave a bit like the flu or the common cold, one of whose key transmission vectors is not only coughing in someone's face while you are sick, but coughing on a table and then having that person become cross-contaminated by coming in contact with the viruses on the table and then rubbing their eyes, touching their ears, licking their fingers, and thus ingesting the virus and risking getting infected. Infected. This happens, by the way, with the common cold. It happens with influenza. It's why scrubbing down and sanitizing the surfaces in public places actually has an effect in curbing the flu. Here's the dealio. The experts thought that you could transmit COVID that way initially, not without reason, not stupidly. Turns out, in fact, that that is, an, even if you, you take the worst case scenario, it's almost completely insignificant in terms of transmission. And they can't even rule out the fact that it came via aerosol transmission by someone coughing out water droplets that floated through the air and someone ingested through their nose. That's how it's done. That's the almost imponderably vast majority of transmission is precisely aerosol. And yet our experts continue to, to, to act like the whole thing is a, is, is a recipe that you follow the ingredients and you get sick or not sick. It's not the way viruses work any more than anything else in real life. Oh, we're not even half done. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. Be right back. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. 
We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. That's SaveChildrenToday.org. Imagine sharing a prayer request from your phone and seeing as those around the world take your request before God. The new Pray With Me prayer app will connect you with other Christians worldwide who have experienced the power of prayer and know the encouragement it can provide. Visit PrayWithMe.com to discover how your faith can grow when we pray without ceasing. Receive prayer. Pray for others at PrayWithMe.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal. And now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us. By the way, you can listen to your favorite Patriot hosts and shows like Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and the Narn. Yes, hands-free. Don't feel uptight. Just get your smart speaker going. Tune in by saying, enable the Patriot Minneapolis. You only have to do this the very first time you tune in. After that, just say, play the Patriot Minneapolis to stream in high quality. Ask your smart speaker to stream us today. By the way, my voice will welcome you to the smart stream. So, get your smart stream, and now... Do it. Get down. Listen to the Patriot every chance you get on your smart speaker or your regular speaker. The good old-fashioned speakers that have been around for 100 years work just fine as well at AM 1280, FM 107.5. Uh, also, our sister stations, 1570, Freedom 1570, Business 1440, The Businessman, and uh, AM 980, The Answer, upstairs, The Christian Station. We cover everything that really matters in life, including the pandemic and all the things that our government response is getting terribly badly. 
Again, Peace by Zainab Tufekci in the Atlantic, uh, noted conservative tool. I'm being sarcastic. Uh, five things that our government is getting terribly wrong. We've talked about acting like they're your parent when they're not qualified to do it. They've, we talked about them acting like experts and acting like proscription is safety, which is just plain stupid and not the way viruses, much less anything else, in works. The other one, oh, is near and dear to my heart. A couple weeks ago, I was at a Target in a second-tier suburb. I had spent a long day working and then taking care of a very ill relative. And I walked through the line with a bag of stuff that was heavier than I expected, a basket of stuff, I guess you could say. And I set it on the, I set it on the conveyor and waited for the woman in front of me to finish arguing. By the way, she's a short-haired little I don't know, someone who I'd say has ELCA hair in the full sense of the term. And she'd been, she spent five minutes, I swear, arguing with the cashier about a coupon that she had. I was exhausted. It was seven at night. I've been up since four. I had been working since six. I had put in a long day, 10 hours in the office, most likely, and a couple more with a gravely ill relative. So I was tired, and I set my basket on the conveyor, and the woman, who I will just call Karen, looked at me and said, I'm sorry, I haven't checked out yet. You're supposed to stay back there until the cashier wipes down and disinfects the conveyor belt. And I just stared at her. And she barked something else at me and then eventually went back to argue, well, cut short her argument about the coupon. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. And finally left in a huff. And by the way, the cashier apologized. I say this as someone, by the way, who has utmost respect for other people's boundaries. I was more than six feet away. I was wearing a mask for the love of Pete. Yes, I was. I also, and I will point this out with the stress it deserves. I've had COVID. Now, I don't have a T-shirt that says I've had COVID. Shut up and leave me alone. I don't expect anyone to be to read my mind any more than I expect to read theirs. But what we have here is a generation of people who've never two generations really who faced no real crises in their lives. Not really. Not not like our grandparents who had the Great Depression and World War II back to back. Not like, you know, my parents didn't have a, well, they had the Cuban Missile Crisis, but that kind of came and went in a hurry. My generation had the Cold War, which largely was someone else's problem. So I'll put myself in that. I haven't had much in the way of huge existential crises in my life. But it's kind of starting to set in. And I think it's part, it's my opinion here, it's part of human nature to to expect there to be some crisis. And covid is pretty much it for a couple of generations of people now. And some of those people take their leave from this crisis to turn into, well, what we call Karen. And engaging in scolding and shaming, which, by the way, is Zeynep Tefekci's third thing that we've gotten terribly wrong. Throughout the last year, traditional and social media have been caught up in the cycle of shaming, made worse by being so unscientific and misguided. How dare you go to the beach? Newspapers have scolded us for months, despite lacking evidence that this posed any significant threat to public health. And in fact, having <laughs> having evidence that, that it provided no danger. I mean, 
Remember a year ago when people were scolding all the kids who were hanging out at spring break in Florida? Now outbreak. Well, it wasn't just talk. Many cities closed parks and outdoor recreational spaces, even as they kept open indoor dining and gyms. And by the way, candy stores and peaceful protests. UC Berkeley and the University of Massachusetts Amherst both banned students from even taking solitary walks outdoors. And by the way, the shaming is off the hook. I told you my example. I've seen and heard of much, much worse. On social media, says Tufekci, meanwhile, pictures of people outdoors without masks draw reprimands, insults, and confident predictions of super spreading. And yet few note when super spreading fails to follow. I mean, you do remember uh, Sturgis, right? When the media tried to blame 250,000 cases, literally every case in the upper Midwest for a month on Sturgis. When, in fact, the plausible estimate in the state of Minnesota was 87 cases and one death. They're trying to shame you into submission because the facts certainly don't bear it out. 651-289-4488, the number of call. Uh, Don in Burnsville, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are live and on the air. Good afternoon. Uh, You're on the Uh, air. Go right ahead. Question? Okay. I had a question. Uh, Why uh, don't you think that teachers should be uh, given a priority in getting the vaccine? Well, because there is uh, the evidence is extremely strong that children can't spread it, that, it, that they, if they do get infected, they show almost no symptoms, and that people who don't show symptoms, in other words, coughing, uh, don't spread it, can't spread it. Mm. And so teachers are mm. not being exposed. In fact, there is virtually no evidence anywhere in the country virtually none of a teacher catch that uh, of teachers any teacher anywhere uh in the hundreds of districts that have remained open and the hundreds of private and parochial schools that have remained open throughout the pandemic through most of the pandemic of, of a teacher definitely absolutely catching a case from a child certainly a young child maybe when you get into high school uh you, you may wind up in the cases, but the evidence so far indicates that the risks to teachers in normal classrooms taking normal precautions are so minimal that we're basically wasting an awful lot of vaccine that should be going to people who are vulnerable. And by the way, when I say don't vaccinate, I'm not saying don't vaccinate teachers. If you've got a teacher that is diabetic, that uh, is 100 pounds overweight, that has COPD, that has diabetes, that has some comorbidity, some condition that puts them at higher risk, absolutely vaccinate them, along with anyone else who has those conditions. Does that clarify things for you, Don? No. Uh, You uh, would certainly be opposed to the government uh, uh, forcing the teachers to go back into the classroom, wouldn't you? I, 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 what do you mean by forcing? I mean, like saying get back in the classroom well, uh, or, or go to jail or get or, fired or what? Or, or, or be fired. Uh, certainly, uh, uh, if a teacher is reluctant to go back into the classroom without first receiving the vac- vaccination, I, I, I certainly think then 
that we should accommodate them in getting a vaccine. Okay, so it, that's fine. And, and by the way, I hope everyone who wants a vaccine gets a vaccine, teacher or not. I'm just saying right now, looking at the risks that actually exist, the facts that we actually have in front of us, teachers are at a very low risk of contracting uh, COVID compared to, for example, my parents who are in their 80s, uh, my, uh, my relatives who are in assisted living, whose, whose risk of catching it is high and whose risk of dying it, uh, from COVID is quite high. Uh, teachers, for the most part, are at very low risk of catching it. And very low teachers who don't have other health problems, who are not in their 60s or 70s, very few teachers are, uh, are at a very low risk of having any permanent negative consequences, or even very long lasting temporary consequences from an infection. Uh, and by the way, I, I advocate people get vaccinated. I do. Yeah. But but uh, what if they are reluctant? Uh, what if they don't share your belief? What, if they don't have to share my belief, but I have to ask them based on what facts you can you can believe that the earth what, is flat and gravity pushes upwards. Do? But the facts are, are against your, your point of view. The facts show you. So you feel you feel that if the teacher uh, is not willing to go back into the classroom without first receiving the vaccination that they should be fi- they should be fired. No, right? I don't. I think that the, that the administration would do well to make a reasonable accommodation. But you, we do need to ask these teachers, the teachers who are expressing some reluctance to you know do the jobs that the rest of us have to do uh, on, on our dime. Is okay. Be aware of the real risks. Don't get log rolled into this artificial sense of terror that a uh, big part of uh, that, that as, as we're talking about right now with the this article in The Atlantic, uh, the, the overblown artificial sense of hysteria that's being pushed down by especially the teachers union. I don't want dead teachers. My little sister's a teacher. My father was one of the greatest teachers of all time. Uh, my grandparents are both teachers. I got nothing against teachers. I got nothing against being careful. For example, if you are a, uh, a senior high school teacher and you have relatives who are in assisted living or a, a spouse or children with special needs or immune problems, absolutely stay home. I'm not talking about holding a gun to anyone, said. I am talking about being aware of the real facts, not the hysteria. AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states and all consumer access.org. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? 
And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, I want to thank Don for calling before the break because I do welcome, in fact, encourage people to disagree with me. Standing order to all producers is people who disagree with me jump to the front of the line because, honestly, it's rare. Make sure I love to make sure that I hear both sides and that we get to discuss both sides. And by the way, unlike the left, I will not cancel you for disagreeing with me. Uh, at any rate, uh, and, and I will point out, and without meaning to demean anyone, much much less a teacher who might have some legitimate concern uh, because they might have elderly parents, they might have a child with some immune problems who, by the way, should be getting the vaccine bright and early as well if possible. I'm talking about all of the things being equal. Believing that teachers are at an elevated risk for COVID above, say, meatpacking plant workers, people who work at big box stores, people who work at liquor stores. By the way, those are essential jobs where they're contacting the public throughout their shifts. People who who, it's it's like saying, okay, all of the things being equal. If you don't have one of those extenuating circumstances in your life, then then saying, well, I believe I'm at higher risk. And I'm, I'm scared of the higher risk that I'm at is sort of like saying, I'm afraid of the monster under my bed. I'm afraid there's a monster in my basement, so I don't want to go in my basement. And I have to respond. I've just looked under your bed. The facts show there's no monster down there, just dust bunnies. I've looked in your basement, empty of monsters. You need to, you need to empty your dryer. You need to perhaps clean up some of the the, the mess back behind your washing machine, but there's no monster. And so at some point saying, yep, no, your fears are legitimate is enabling 
rather than than solving the problem, helping the problem. And again, if someone's a teacher, first of all, I'm I'm not an anti-vaccine person. I I don't I don't know. I don't believe I need it necessarily because I've had covid and I survived it with style. Thank God. Seriously, in all seriousness, thank God for that. But the the the. I, so I don't I think a vaccine might well be wasted on me, but I'll, when it's my turn, I'll sure I'll get one. I'm I'm not so young that I can laugh it off, although I did survive it with style. Again, thank you, Lord Jesus. But if, if barring those extenuating circumstances, barring some disease on their part or on the part of someone close to them or some or teaching older kids who are more susceptible to actually being symptomatic. Being afraid, more afraid of being infected as a teacher than as being a, a target cashier, a waitress, a mechanic, a customer service rep, a, a cashier at a clothing store. It's just irrational at this point. 651-289-4488. Uh, the fourth of the things that we're getting wrong, harm reduction. We've been hammering on this throughout the course of this pandemic. Uh a, a friend of this broadcast once, actually one time guest said at the beginning of the of the lockdown, I said, well, there's two different parts to a person, the person, the actual person and the economic man. And, and reducing the economic man doesn't take away from the real person. And I had to respond to him saying. You have a job that's not going away, don't you? Your job is safe. You're able to work from home. You're safe as can be. Like I am, by the way. Again, thank you. Thank you, Fates and and uh, the uh, the the powers that be in this universe for putting me uh, blessing me with a situation that is quite frankly a blessing in, in these challenging times. Ew, I said it. But sitting in your home office doing your white collar job, do not dare to presume that you're capable of telling an entrepreneur whose life savings and life dreams are being destroyed uh, that they're really still people. They know that, but they're broke people. They are people who've been bankrupted. They're people whose lives and livelihoods have been destroyed. Don't you dare to presume to tell them that it's just property, it's just money, they're going to pull through. Don't you dare tell the parents that Ann Bauer, pointed us to a couple weeks back on this program, the kids whose the parents whose kids are getting depressed and suicidal. Don't you dare tell the people who are working in the opioid abuse uh, field that those people whose addictions have gotten exasperated, exasperated, exaggerate, exaggerate, enhanced, made worse during this pandemic are, are still just people. Of course they are, Captain Obvious doesn't change the fact that this is destroying people. As many people as the virus itself, we don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But there's a lot of people out there who are just as dead of violent crime, of depression, of opioid abuse, of domestic abuse, of stress-related ailments that have been exa- exa- exacerbated? They've gotten worse. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? It starts with an E, and I keep missing it. Anyway, they are just as dead. Reducing harm overall is vitally important, and we've gotten that so wrong at the governmental level. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Let's go to the phone. St. Louis Park, Mark, 
Welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are live and on the air. Mitch, thanks for taking my call. One segment behind, but uh, I think the estimate was a half a million to three-quarter of a million people showed up to Sturgis, and the rumor was there was more New York Times and Washington reports Post investigative reporters snooping around to f- to try to find any transmission, but <laughs> you mentioned earlier you mentioned earlier about one death from COVID. Yep, um, in Minnesota, so one death, one death. It was one death with COVID. The guy had un- many underlying conditions, and I think there's a distinction to be made from COVID versus with COVID. And I'll hang up and listen to your response. I've heard this before. And by the way, thank you. It was always for your call, Mark. And I think it's a distinction without a difference. Ben Shapiro, okay, this is the third time I've cited Ben today, but he, he puts it very, very well. The, the distinction between dying of COVID versus dying with COVID. Yes, 94% of people who died of COVID in the first three months uh, of the study that I, that, I, that I cited back in June died with some kind of comorbidity, obesity, diabetes, uh, COPD, high blood pressure, the usual range of suspects. I will say, by the way, I've never been happier to have lost the 80 pounds I lost three years ago because, boy, I'm glad not to have them. Uh, But that's not to say that they would have died over this last year of any of those conditions. The fact that COVID hastened, accelerated their demise of these conditions, conditions that, by the way, people routinely live with for years or decades, doesn't let COVID off the hook in any way. I mean, they would they be alive today? In the vast majority of cases, very, very likely. So I don't generally, I, I, I push back a little bit on making the distinction. Yes, COVID does prey on and indeed harvest people who have comorbidities, but then you look at how many people out there do have comorbidities. I, I got rid of one of them, thankfully, a couple of years ago. Many, many thousands of people, millions of people are nowhere near so lucky. Let's go to Maplewood. Matt, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go right ahead. Matt, Mitch, thanks for taking my call. I, I just wanted to respond to Don from Burnsville. And I mean, in general, I agree with your, with your statement that said basically that the prioritization of vaccination should be based upon comorbidities and and I'm I'm an advanced age which are two of the major risk factors when it you know when we're looking at COVID mortality yep but uh you know Don had asked so if someone refuses to go back to work that uh, you know is otherwise healthy and just you know because they're scared and you know prior to vaccination should they be let go absolutely is I I I think you're being a little too generous I look at it like this the uh, teachers unions are using this as a lever for increased funding and other things and basically to, uh, you know, as leverage against, uh, you know, to, to avoid work and also to increase their funding. Yep. And I think it's unconscionable, and especially when you consider that these kids that are going to school are not going to school at, or are going to school in a diminished capacity are being uh, robbed of time that they're not going to get back. And this is a pivotal time, especially like for people with special needs and things like that. Uh, it, 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 there's no comparison between uh, distance learning and in-person learning. I think that's it's been a complete failure, unfortunately. Yep. And uh, so I just I would to answer his question, I'd say absolutely yes. By the way, the word you were looking for was exacerbated. Exacerbated. So you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the tip of my tongue for the whole time. Thank you very much for your call, Matt. Great call. And you're right. And by the way, I am being charitable to the extent that I, I, there are reasonable accommodations that can be made. But you're right. Distance learning has been a disaster. You're right. The union is. This is a this is a crisis that the union is not wasting. To uh, paraphrase uh, Rahm Emanuel, who put that out there 
there as a as a recipe book for all things progressive. If there's a crisis, don't you dare waste it. That's what they're there for. At any rate, I I don't disagree entirely. Now, do I say go back to school or get fired? Now, I think that there there are people out there, perhaps a significant number of teachers who do need some reasonable accommodation. I am also saying, and my main point, vis-a-vis the point itself, is to get real information out there to people. And by the way, as you quite rightly point out, uh, Matt, the teachers union is doing its best to obfuscate the real facts of this issue. And that is a crime, uh, morally at least. Anyway, the last of Zendip Tufekci's five uh, things that our government is getting terribly, terribly wrong, uh, she calls it the balance between knowledge and action. I call it basically my old high school chemistry teacher's favorite bromide. Perfect. uh, No, he wasn't chemistry. He's my geometry teacher. Perfect is the enemy of good enough. Last but not least, she that says any pandemic response has been distorted by a poor balance between knowledge, risk, certainty and action, which, by the way, ties into the whole deal with the teachers that Don brought up and that Matt responded to. Sometimes, she writes, public health authorities insisted we don't know enough to act when the preponderance of evidence already justified precautionary action. Wearing masks, for example, has few downsides. It held the prospect of mitigating the exponential threat we faced a year ago. The wait for certainty hampered our response for airborne transmission, even though there was almost no evidence for and plenty of evidence against the importance of surface infection, being able to pick it up from tables, from walls, from elevator buttons. The fact that we don't have perfect knowledge shouldn't be used as an excuse not to take some action. And by the way, I put I point at the opposite side of that, that point here. The idea that it's possible for someone under the age of 40 to die, or that it's possible, possibly, that people can get reinfected, although there's almost no evidence of it, means we should all act like we can all be killed tomorrow? Not necessarily, folks. Maybe it's time to act with a little bit of boldness here if you have a reason to do so, as, frankly, I do. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. 
Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at savechildrentoday.org. That's savechildrentoday.org. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. AM1280, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, you can get entertaining conservative commentary and news you need Wherever you are, you can download our free app from our device's app store, whether it's Apple, Droid, whatever. Just search for AM, not Huawei. You're out of luck there. Just search for AM12A The Patriot. Go to iHeart.com or the iHeart app and search for AM12A The Patriot. Or go to TuneIn.com or Radio.com and search for AM12A The Patriot. Yes, you got it. We are everywhere, omnipresent, more so than the virus. So... Do it! Do it now! Holy cow, look at all the phone calls. Things are crazy. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, the page. Naturally, last segment and the phones blow up. Never fails. I love it. I, great to hear from people. 651-289-4488. What the heck? Let's, uh, let's take the calls here. I, 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 let's get a short view. Bob, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are live and on the air. Uh, hi, Mitch. Uh, I wanted to ask why... Uh, California and Florida had roughly the same death rates, not not amounts of death, but death rates right. from COVID, whereas uh, California shut down a Democrat-controlled state. They basically locked down everything, and Florida didn't lock down at all. They had more wiser, um, better ways to, to deal with the COVID crisis. Yes. Uh, Governor, DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, like a lot of red state governors, reacted basically to science. He actually took advice, of, took, took the best counsel of actual science and scientists as opposed to taking an ideological response. Now, the death rates, as you point out, per capita are just about exactly the same. Uh, very similar. And by the way, the differences in objective numbers don't end there. I mean, they do actually end, end there because uh, Florida's unemployment rate is considerably lower than that of California and much lower than that in New York, which, by the way, has a much higher fatality rate, almost, as I recall, 50 percent higher, if not close to double. It's way up there. Uh, so, yeah. Why? And by the way, they have a, it, Florida has an older and more densely packed population 
than both of the other states. Not New York City, mind you, but New York State has a less dense population in terms of people per square mile than uh, than Florida does. Uh, so, yeah, good question. Uh, pr- put it this way. Ideology is not, uh, is, it doesn't, guard, <laughs> viruses don't care about ideology. Uh, they care about science. I don't care about anything. They're inanimate. But St. Paul, Tom, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're uh, on the air. Go right ahead. Hi, Mitch. Uh, love your show. I listen every week religiously. Appreciate uh, it. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see. Uh, just this airborne aspect of the virus. Now, of course, it is airborne when you're in enclosed places uh, and within a given amount of distance from someone who may be uh, shedding the virus. But it's not just floating around out in the free air outside when you're walking down the block. It's not airborne in that respect where you can just pick it up walking in the woods by yourself. You know, right. you got to be near people and the virus spills off somebody. It floats for a little bit, then it settles onto the ground or surface, uh, nearby surfaces. But that's why we have the six feet um, semi-scientific uh, uh instructions you know that uh because the virus is likely not to travel that far from one person to another but yep. so it's airborne but let's not scare the hell out of everyone and say it's it's airborne and you're going to catch it walking down the block walking your dog by yourself you and, know what and, I mean? and not only that and it's an excellent point and I've, I've made this point with quite a number of people over the last year not only that it's not like one piece of viral material suspended in one water droplet uh right. goes in your nose and suddenly you get sick it, it's it's a it's, there's a numbers game involved. You have to, and by the way, an awful millions of pieces of virus can be in one microscopic water droplet floating through the air for six to mm-hmm. six plus feet. But you need to get enough virus in you to give it a critical mass to start reproducing and actually acting right. like a viral infection, as opposed to just a piece of crud that your body gets rid of that your immune system can handle. You you right. have to be around enough of the virus either through uh, massive proximity like somebody coughing right down your throat or or being in a room downwind of someone in the air circulation patterns for long enough to actually get enough of a viral load to actually get infected you're absolutely right tom had to move along here because we have uh someone who chose to remain anonymous who has comments on school uh friend whoever you are uh by all means go ahead you're on the air Good morning, or good afternoon. It's so pleasant to talk to you. I was telling your screener that I'm usually in the car and I can't call back. Um, I'm wondering if you are familiar with the article in the Thinking Minnesota magazine by Catherine Kirsten about the Minnetonka Coalition for Equitable Education, the anti-racism imperatives that is going on without parents. Anybody that objects is shut down. You know all about that, I'm assuming. Have you discussed it before? I have, and, I, and actually, uh, that's that's one of my near-term bucket list items, is getting Catherine Kirsten back on the show to talk about that exact article. But feel free to explain to the audience, uh, friend, uh, what, uh, what, what uh, what's going on in Minnetonka. Well, um, gosh, I'm really not prepared to do that, but I was stunned by this article, because you always think it's going to happen somewhere else. And here in Minnesota, we're so you know, logical and everything. But the problem is, even when people complain, they cannot be listened to. And regretfully, I'm, I'm looking at the article right now, um, and 
And I know people have objected to it, and there's a reason why they are not able to object to it. Yeah. And it just makes me sick. And, and by um, the way, this is a result of the victory of the far left in academia, both at the college level and now in our schools over the last 15, 20 years here now. And the victory of the consulting class that of the nonprofit industrial complex that has been able to log roll. Uh, not only educa- the education establishment, but parents now into this comply or be canceled uh, situation that you describe. And and by the way, Pacific Consulting Group has done a good job. Uh, and by good, I mean deeply, disturbingly Orwellian job of getting all dissent labeled as racism and white supremacy and worthy of getting you, the parent, canceled and by the way, getting us, the United States, into a very European mindset, it's interesting. I, I, I watched a Danish television show about a, a teacher, and as they talk about a student and a situation they're having at home, the teacher says to the principal, wow, these parents think they know how to handle their kids. They should leave it to the professionals. And it would read like parody in much of the United States. But it's how they see it over there, and it's how they want it here. They being the teachers' union, the academic industrial complex, the uh, big education, not necessarily the teachers you deal with, but big administration and the ideological parts of the academy that are driving this sort of policy. Oh, you are absolutely right. Oh, yes, it is absolutely what what they want. It is something we, the people, the residents, the citizens have to start fighting back against hard at the school board elections not the least of which minnetonka you listening is this thing on as larry elder says <sighs> thanks for tuning in god bless you all god bless america we're here with another satisfied jtr roofing customer what did your home need we needed an exteriors update we needed roofing siding um, entry doors and our storm doors replaced Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that they were offering as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. 
That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. Have you been suffering from numbness, tingling, burning, or restless pain in your hands or feet? It may be time to pivot from the cycle of more and more medications and take a conservative, holistic approach to your neuropathy. Get answers today by contacting Dr. Knight Chiropractor at Abundant Life Chiropractic Health Center in Chanhassen. If you do nothing, you run the risk of suffering long-term complications like infections, poor wound healing, balance issues restraining you to a walker, and possible amputations. In fact, 73,000 Americans lose a limb every year to untreated diabetic neuropathy. Get your life back today. Abundant Life Chiropractic Health Center has helped hundreds of patients improve and in some cases completely reverse their neuropathy. If you're ready to regain your independence, contact Dr. Knight DC at Abundant Life Chiropractic Health Center in Chanhassen. As a Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 get acquainted offer. That's a massive value for just $49. Neuropathy doesn't wait around. You shouldn't either. Call 952-383-38 to schedule a full neuropathy workup. AM 1280, the... 